What's up, man? Motherfuckers in the barbershop, the waviest podcast on the planet from the hood where we do it most good. It's your boy, Oss. You can follow me on Twitter, at 10 Stacks. I got the brothers in here with me. Yeah, it's your boy, Lando. You can follow me on Twitter at the Tackler 1711 and at the Motherfuckers in the Barbershop podcast page. What's the deal? It's nice. You can follow me on Instagram at be nice 2 underscores and on Twitter at 2 underscores be nice. We got to talk about 21 Savage not being from here. The Super Bowl that almost put everybody to sleep. In the NBA, you get traded in your sleep. But first, shout outs and shaking my heads. Um, be nice, you go first. Lando, did you go first last week? I believe so. All right. it was you. Yeah, I, I went first last week? Yeah, sure. All right, you go first. All right. Um, shout out to my brother Nate. He just dropped the gang only video. Now you can go check him out on Instagram at underscore it's nitty. And the it's is with a Z. Uh, also, shout out to my big cousin. He also just dropped a video under the, the moniker John Doe. Shout out to you, Bubba. I know you ain't listening yet, but I'm going to tap you in and get you locked in with us. Um, shout out to the trade deadline, man. It's just been interesting. All fair, kind of talk to these guys about it. I can't really see a loser with any of these trades besides the Pistons, which is, you know, what, what we do. But I like, I like Mikhailu. Always liked him in Kansas. You know, Mary will tell you this. One of the very few Kansas guys that I really rock with. I don't care for the rest of the, the university's past players. They they come out with some bums every now and again. A little bit of overhyped there. Um, musical shout outs. Boogie from Compton, the everything's for sale. As an early candidate for album of the year for me, man, it's not a bad song on that project. And this is somebody who I've only heard like maybe two songs from before. But I think that he kind of gives me one of those interesting vibes of like event staples, where it's like you might not listen to events often, but when you listen to it, you can tell you got good music. And that's kind of how Boogie was for me also. Shout out to, to Sada again. Right here, Bonnie, it's getting overlooked right now. People kind of hating on it. I don't know if it's his best work, but it's a pretty solid project, you know, as, as much as I'll say. Also, Payroll dropped a surprise album last week, doing pretty decent. Swervo, still swerving. G Herbo, he got a little issue with his baby mama going on, but I like the project. You yes, know what I'm saying? She sold all her furniture. Nah, that was what he told her to do. Oh, all she, right. She got in contact with him about. He made her. He he made his mama quit her job first. Then he made his girlfriend and her mama quit their job, and then they're not together no more. Why he make them do that? Cause Herb, and this is all the things where if you think you know somebody as far as an artist, Herb seemed like a caring guy. He. Real sentimental in his music. At the time, he probably thought that was the smoothest shit. Like, I love y'all. Like, he, he made a video about it, talking to his girlfriend and her mother. Like, these my three favorite women in the world. My mm. three favorite women in the world. My mother, his girlfriend, his girlfriend's mom. I made all of them quit their jobs. He talked about the date when he did it. They was out to dinner or something like that. Also, in his music, he talked about having the, the relationship issues where he don't want to come in the house always fussing with somebody. I think that just changed the, the dialect between... The, the three of them, which is him, his girlfriend, and her mother, is like, I ain't with you no more. I got a new girlfriend. I ain't paying you to be a nanny no more, which is kind of what was going on. He kind of had locked in his 
his girlfriend's mom to be the nanny of their newborn. And, and now, you know what I'm saying, when you get a little angry, sometimes you make a different decision. I ain't paying you for that no more. Okay. You get a job. Fuck you. Man, basically, fuck you. fuck you. You know what I'm saying? That's just how it be sometimes outside you, of that. You shouldn't want to depend on nobody. You shouldn't. Yeah, but no. they jumped at the bait. They was like, oh, no job. Yeah, fuck it. You said I get to quit my job. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't have to make me that hard. It ain't twist my ankle about this. Shout job. out to Sherry Gangstrap. He just came home from prison. You know what I'm saying? Tied I listen to family. all this music, bro. I just give it one go. And then I, if whatever sticks with me, I, I listen. First and foremost, I babysit right now. So yeah. I put my headphones in. <laughs> doing a lot of that time. Doing a lot of the scream. I just put my headphones in. To you. Yeah. And then All-Star JR. You know what I'm saying? They got a decent section of Detroit music right now. People trying to keep some of the stuff flowing because we got the light on us. I don't really got too many shaking my head. It's just one glare shaking my head. Shaking my head at the Spartan Dogs of East Lansing. The basketball team has dropped three straight. Starting with Purdue, which was a tough one. They they. Looked like they was going to bounce back at home against Indiana. But I think college game day and the breaking news that Joshua Langford, their starting shooting guard, was out for the season, kind of broke their experience, and then they carried that over into last yeah, night's game. I just game. think turning the ball over and missing free throws. No, for sure. Carry, carrying that game. Yeah, but I, I think that the, the, the mental of the team was kind of broken. Before, some of these players just felt like they was a rental piece. Like, oh, yeah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing this many minutes right now. My boy coming back. Josh coming back. And now it's like, nah, Josh, I got to do this all season? I'm ass. So I feel like that kind of broke their spirits, man. But I think that they can still get it back on track. At least get to Sweet 16, Elite 8, which to me, without a starter of his caliber, that's a that's a win for us. I see them probably losing about four or five more games on the Big Ten. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. They're going to scratch against the tournament, man. Yeah. I mean, who else do we have to play? The Big Ten is low. We got to play man. Wisconsin, which I think we can beat. We got to play Michigan again, twice. Right? Yeah, we got to play Ohio State two loss. Yeah. Two like, losses. If you if you're a homer and you're a Michigan fan, I'm not knocking that y'all might beat us twice. That's cool. Yeah. That, we're not losing them other games. I don't know. I didn't think Illinois was to beat y'all. They're not that good. Indiana's a rebuild team. First well, of all, I mean Indiana, not Illinois. Illinois is pretty good, but Indiana, yeah. that's a rebuild team to beat. Both of them are home floor. No, but both of them are rebuild teams. But Indiana was a surprising team, and the reason why I say this, if you actually watch college basketball, keep up with college basketball. Romeo Langford is a projected top ten pick. He's a kid with the crazy blind. He looks like Odell Beckham. They also got back three suspended players. There was three people who made a big difference in the game that we had never no footage of. Number 11, who was one of the guards, he went three for four from the three-point line. Nobody knew who to check him because nobody knew what he looked like or what he had been doing because he ain't did nothing all season. Well, that's a scouting report problem. Yeah, it is. And Izzo talked about that the, the week off, and that's something that they discussed the week off before everybody kind of talked about how practice wasn't good. And I, like I said, I feel like they talked about it the first time that everybody' energy was 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 okay, but it was off. So why is there so many excuses when they play three games in five days or six days? I made oh, that it's, too, it's too many games. No, then, what I'm, no, I'm saying they take a week no, off. That's, that's not, that's not, that's not what I'm, I didn't say rusty. Practice. I said that they had a week off of knowing Joshua Langford wasn't coming back. They I lost. think that set in. There's lost. There's literally reports of people in the locker room they the day lost, that they man. broke it to the team. People was in there crying. They lost. They did. They I lost. Don't they lost three in a row. That's all it is. And I said they can get back. Contract. No, but that's pretty much it, man. Shout out to the NBA for just being the greater, the greater thing. Always the greater thing. The NFL. Step your step your game up, B. Um, I'ma go. Shout out to Patrick Mahomes, man. The real MVP. The for real deal MVP. One MVP this year, man. He was the most electrifying player on the field. It's pretty upset that he didn't get that ball in the second half. I mean that overtime, but. 
It's all good, man, because you're the MVP, the youngest nigga doing it. And I'm, you know, I'm hoping he gonna continue to do it. Shout out to Indama Kong Su. Yup. Indama Kong Su. You know why? Not only did he go out there and play his heart out, he played he played a pretty solid game. After the game, he didn't shake no hands. He ran straight off the field, and you know what? That's just classic Sue. You gotta, you gotta congratulate a nigga when they just being themselves, bro. So big shout out to Indomitian Sue, man. That good shit. Don't shake nobody hand. Um, I'm gonna shake my head. I'm gonna shake my head. At, what am I shaking my head at, dog? Let me, let me go back and look. I had it in my notes. Oh, shaking my head at two niggas, Josh Gordon. And Jeremy Hill. These niggas is flexing like they fucking won the Super Bowl. They did. They, no! No, they didn't. And that's and that's the problem. No, man. <laughs> Fuck. No, nah, shaking my head at Josh Gordon, bro. He out here parading this shit around, putting pictures on the gram. Nigga, you was doing drugs. I mean. You was doing drugs. Anti what you said, Josh Gordon, he didn't just appear. He been supporting you know what I'm saying? He's been there the whole time. Man, he he should just been. disappear and then pop up after they won. He, 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 he should have supported them niggas while he was catching the fucking football. He got niggas asking if Julian Edelman should be in the Hall of Fame because this nigga can't stop doing drugs for a couple. Man. And then Jeremy Hill. I forgot he was even on the fucking team. No, he, yeah, that one I feel you. Yeah, he like, he also, imagine being a Bengals fan. What? Who are you, bro? Bro, I hope that no two niggas don't. This is a match of being a big man. I'm a Patriot. Like you, a Patriots fan. You a Boston. Y'all win every year. That's cool. Nah, imagine being from Cincinnati. Them niggas terrible. Fucked up, man. My uncle was born in Cincinnati. That is fucked up. Imagine being him. Yeah, bro. So shaking my head at them two niggas, dog. And you know what? Final shaking my head. I'm gonna shake my head at niggas who like tried to hype up. Last week, like, oh, ain't nobody. Because, I mean, we kind of did it because the Super Bowl was born and lead up to Super Bowl was born because nobody was really talking about it. But, like, nobody was really talking about the NBA neither. Like, we were just talking about trade speculation. Yeah. But we wasn't talking about NBA games. So, it's like, it's kind of not the same thing. Like, the NFL had, like, a trade speculation type deal going on where big moves would be being made. These were talked about that too, but it's like this their season wrapping up. This then this then at the beginning of the NBA season. Like I know it been started, but this is really when the season kind of getting to its best part. So it's like it's, I feel like the conversation is not the same to be like the NBA won the week. It's like nobody watched more games last week. They just I think on the talked side, about it more. If you were to reverse that, and the the schedule permitted the NBA championship being during the NFL's trade deadline, it wouldn't have been the same thing. Ever. I just think the ratings just proved that the NFL they they failed they failed we gonna we gonna get into we gonna get into that um, a little bit more but yeah that was the lowest ratings in twelve years for the Super Bowl yeah because nobody wanted to see that nobody wanted to see that and a lot of people boycotted and stuff but we we we'll get into that I got oh it. Uh, what, hey shout out, uh, shout out to the Seventy Sixers I think they they put themselves in the finals if you ask me Tobias Harris is that much of a difference maker definitely on that good of a team so. Shout out to them. Um, shout out to 50 is the anniversary of Get Rich or Die Trying. So, hey, 13.3 million sold. Uh, shout out to that. Um, like you said, shaking my head. I, I got to shake my head at the at the ball wall situation, man. A lot of people was laughing at him for getting beat up, man. 
And that's not cool, man. Well, not cool. Because domestic violence go both ways, man. Just because she dog walked him and, and, and beat him up, man, that's not that's not enough. Dog man, did you hear her police call? She said he was punching her in places that people wouldn't believe. Oh, I swear. Like now, the she, back of the knee? She didn't describe, but. Armpit. We don't, maybe he did try to just beat her and lost. All I saw was bruises and scratches That's on what I'm saying, face, man. Well, like no, but she got punched in the place you wouldn't saw. What's the place that you wouldn't believe someone could get punched? Like I said, back in the knees. And she was talking about how she didn't know she needed medical attention. But oh, I think so. He definitely needed medical attention hey, and substitutions. Yo, visually, we think he lost. And and from what I heard, it was like they was at Shaq party and his girl was like flirting with Shaq. We all know how smooth Shaq is. And, yeah. and Bob Hall just got mad. We all know that, uh, that Shaq like... Girls around the size of Bow Wow, man. Yeah, little so, light-skinned women. Little light-skinned women. And so, except Bow Wow couldn't handle that, and he got mad, and he got his ass whooped. And, hey, man, he need to be pressing charges. He shouldn't even went to jail for that shit. He got so his ass Her police call came in, and he initiated everything, and she just defended He her. did initiate it, but she she definitely beat his ass. She did more <laughs> to defend. So, um, yeah, man, shake my head. That situation. Shake my head at your mans. Who? Terry Crews, man. Why? Who mans is that? Listen, man. That ain't my, that ain't my man. Who man is that? Why you shaking your head? What do you do? He was like defending Liam Neeson. He's been like attacking Whoa. other black men. Whoa! Niggas other. defending Liam Neeson. Yeah, and Not been, this week. Yeah, <laughs> this week he protected him, and he's been like calling out black talking about he want to smack like Dio Hughley and shit. Like, why don't you want to smack Harvey Weinstein when he grabbed your balls in front of in front of your but wife? That's what Dio said to him. And niggas is siding with Terry Crews. No, Twitter is a weird. No, place. there's a lot. Look, I think black men and black people. I'm done with Terry Crews. He's like he's 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 out the loop. He's from that's that's Flint no, his own dude. That's man. what Dio Hughley tried to say. You can't be out here talking crazy now. Why yes. you ain't why you ain't do that then? And then he he rebuttal with what you what you want to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, so what that energy? No, I, I disagree. All right, hold on. Let's talk about the Liam Neeson real quick. Because okay. we can just get this out the way yeah, right now. And then shake my head at the Super Bowl. That was my last shake, man. We get. We ain't getting the Super Bowl. But let's talk about Liam Neeson real quick. Yeah. Liam Neeson. What the fuck? Where did that even... First off, where did that come from? Because I didn't yeah. know... I didn't even know the nigga had a movie coming out. Me either. And not have known that he got a movie coming out, why did he feel like, okay, now's the time I bring up my racist past? Is this Black History Month? I don't know why... This is the thing, you know, we talked about this on the Xbox, and I just kind of talked about this with Lando. I think, like I said, I'm always overly sensitive with people who I feel like are mentally disrupted. They're coming from a bad space mentally. To me, that seemed like something you say when you're enraged, and if you have an understanding of people's psyches and you like to talk about stuff like this, you would think, okay, I can understand what he's saying, but why did he say that? If this is something that he told people happened 40 years ago, why bring it up now? That's what I'm saying. It just don't it don't feel right, and that's my only issue. Because maybe Liam Neeson not a racist, like Lando kind of talked about. The people of the Irish descent do kind of have a history, or that's a stereotype that they are racist. Maybe he's not racist, but now you sound like a racist. But the thing is, it's like when you hear him tell it, he just like I was just so enraged. I just yeah. went out and Which I was looking. Un- that's understandable to me. It's a hundred percent understandable. I, okay, this is why I don't think it's understandable. Because I only feel like he said that he, like, I feel like if it was a white person, I do not feel he like he would have been that. in white neighborhoods looking to beat no, niggas no, but up. That's, no, that's, but I feel like he's trying to say that to us. Like, wouldn't you understand? Like, no, that's, no, but that's what I, and I try to explain this to Lando because what I said is off, off camera. When people talk about racism, I think that they try to break it down into a white and black thing, which is to me, and we talked about this, it's like a nationalist. If he was talking about all races, which I think he might have been saying, if it was a Mexican guy, 
or anybody that's not white, he would have reacted like that. So but to that's, me, that's not racist. But that is racist. That though, is racist like, to me, though. But that is racist. But I feel like it is racist because it's like he's but like, going into neighborhoods just looking for a fight. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like for Lando, people that's with Lando, with Lando breaking it down. The specifics are if it was a, a Irish guy, he would think, "Oh, I can find that guy because they don't all look the same to me," which is to a degree racist. But it's not like you a hateful. Per- you're not a hateful person off that. No, he was ready. Really, he was ready to commit a hate yes, crime to anybody, to any black person <laughs> that, he, that he saw. Yeah, like, it, 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 that's the thing. That's the thing. Because at that point, he didn't know who it was. He really was just like, "I'm gonna go into yeah, these neighborhoods without, and beat a nigga." Up. Without yeah, out myself, much. I've discussed this with people. I don't watch slave mo- movies because of how that makes me feel in turn. Like, I go to school or I went to school with predominantly white people. I don't feel good about them after I've watched this movie. It makes me feel some type of way. But yeah, you, so ain't, gonna watch those you ain't gonna walk through the cafeteria and just beat up the people. Or you ain't gonna go to like Bloomfield see? and be like, all right, where the white but people are. That's what I'm at? saying. I, it's not personally affecting me. But if my mom was raped by somebody, you don't know what you would think. I would think this I want to kill that person. I'm not gonna just go want to kill every that's black what I'm person. When you angry, you don't. <laughs> I can't say that he would have been in his right mind and just not and been on some That's what Robin asked him a good question. Did you ask him if he was tall, if he was short? Like, how did he look? It didn't matter. Did you just say he was black? <laughs> so, so he said it was black, that's the only thing that could He shouldn't have said this shit. That's the bottom line. Why yeah. did you break? Why are you on Good Morning America talking yeah, about Yeah, like, he shit? doubled down. Like, once you get the double down on it, yeah, I'm going to yeah. do a whole interview about it. Shit, and the nigga said that it helped him power walking. Like, when he yeah. power walked it, it did, that's when it just, like, you know what? I wasn't racist. I'm like, a good couple days of walking. Look, let's keep it real. He ain't made a good new movie in years. Maybe since the first Taken. Uh, he had a movie called The Great that was okay, but yeah, and that was like 2011. Was I don't know. I've never seen Taken. Not a full one. The first Taken was okay, better than the rest of them. I just like know said, he got a particular yeah, set of skills. He hasn't skills. made a good, Last good movie. Last movie I remember movie. watching the kids, it wasn't a good movie, but I watched it was like the train movies, that nonstop. Yeah, that shit was, that was another Taken. That shit was yeah, bad. That, that, that shit was, was bad. But I like you said, he ain't made a good, maybe he was trying to do a spill, but yeah, uh, you could definitely That's cancel him. <laughs> I'm, I'm good publicity. All right. Um, then your final shake my head was the Super Bowls. Yeah. We can just get straight into the Super Bowl. Um, got a couple Super Bowl questions for y'all. First, how was the game? Oh, be nice. I'm going to be nice. Be nice. I usually always ask you first. Yeah. Be nice. How was the game? Terrible. Why? Like my team won. It was awful. It was not entertaining at all. This is the worst Super Bowl I can remember since, uh, was that, the Broncos? They got blew out by the Seahawks. Yep. Yeah, that was the worst Super Bowl since then. Because that shit, I cut off in the first quarter. This one, I watched it just because it, you didn't know who was going to win. Like, it was 3-3 and shit. It's like, damn, who's going to win this one? And then you just kind of knew the Patriots going to win because that played more into their hand. The the low-scoring game and winning by field goals and winning by six points or something, that played more than the Patriots' hand. But see, the the thing with the Seattle and Denver shit, it was, like, it was just a shock. So I, I couldn't stop watching it. I'm like, yo, these guys are really getting they can away. I mean, I also this, didn't like the Seahawks. So this is probably the worst Super Bowl since when Ray Lewis and them won the first one against the Giants. Like, it was just, it was boring. It wasn't a chess match. Sean McVay just got out coached. They looked unprepared. They shouldn't have been there. The stage was way too big for Jared Goff. You got McVay telling them who to throw the ball to up to 15 seconds. You could tell. It looked like that. You you could just tell. And then is Ty Gurley hurt or is he not? <laughs> like, at some point, come out and say if he was hurt or just give him the damn ball if he, if he suited up. He was I, riding the bike. He was like, Lance Armstrong. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you pay Ty Gurley too much money to be having that nigga split carries with C.J. Anderson. Like, come on now, brother. Something got to give. And to Lando's point, man... Sean McVay really got out coached. I seen Twitter tearing up Jared Goff, and I'm here to say it's not Jared Goff's fault. The no. 15 seconds, I heard that shit too. You can only tell 
the cl- uh, the microphone only worked for 15 seconds and cut off. That ain't that ain't Jared Goff on either. And it ain't Sean, Mc- Sean McVay. One, teach your quarterback. Two, your plays got figured. You got yeah. figured. Your offense didn't look new. It put up three points. It stunk. My nigga Bill Belichick said he took a, a note from um, Matt Patricia, Patricia playbook. I'm Jared Goff not being able to throw outside the numbers. But Sean McVay seen that. Whole halftime and didn't scheme a rebuttal. Just went out there like, fuck it, go ahead, dude. Not only that, they played slow tempo. They was running the ball. They just played really – he called plays real scared. Mm. And it just – like you say, man, it was it was a really bad performance by him. And then for him to say that him and Bill Belichick text each other week after week, like, oh, he playing you, man. <laughs> he got in your head. He yes. fucked you, Johnny. <laughs> like it's just, it's just like that, man. Like you, you got played. Any fans of the podcast can go back, and I, I think I said this about two weeks ago. This was a point that Bill Belichick wanted to prove more so than, than Tom Brady wanted to win this championship. Bill, Bill Belichick wanted people to know, no, nah, this is still our lead. You can talk all you want. We we don't got Josh Gordon, Gronk. You can say well, Gronk ain't what he is. We had Edelman out the first four games off the PEDs. We we cycling through running backs. We missing players. We don't resign anybody. But I make it work. And now you want to tell me that people that look like me, not the guy no more. It's this young punk, young smooth guy. You want to go hire the, the Killingsbury and the guy that they just hired, LeBlanc or LaFleury in, in Green Bay. All these young, cute, bachelor-looking guys. They ain't the one. And this is the guy I'm going to make my example out of. So all y'all, y'all GMs out there, all y'all teams, y'all hiring these coaches, this is what I'm going to do to them. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you bring them in front of me. This is what I'm going to do. Bust their ass. And then look, listen. He spanked that nigga. He spanked him. Bill Belichick is the GOAT. Tom Brady's a GOAT, but he didn't have a Tom Brady type of game. Tom Brady didn't have a Tom Brady type postseason. And that's the question I want to ask y'all. Is it, should Tom Brady have just retired after the game? No, I don't think so. I don't think he the problem. It's the Chris Hogan ass. (laughs) And Philip Dorsett ass and Cordell Patterson ass. He only can throw to Junior Edelman and then occasionally grunt when they scheme to get him open. You know, I'm one of the only people. I don't like to see people retire on the top. I like to see somebody get knocked off the hill. Because that's what one thing Jordan always talked about, man. What if if I would have stayed an extra year at the Bulls? What if that would happen? It's too easy for Tom Brady. Like, they're going to be back here next year. (laughs) Nobody in the AFC don't be able to stop him. He having fun. Maybe, but still, they got to get their defense I mean, together. Yeah, also, Belichick, Belichick had Andy Reid shook for half. He did. I still don't believe it was fully Andy Reid. Patrick Mahomes just better than Jared Goff. He saw through some of that shit and made some crazy he can, plays. No, he, can, he can roll out. He yeah, can so legs. he was able he to, to decipher certain things and make things happen. Jared Goff ain't had that. No, he's he like did. the defense said, I can't do nothing He with took this. about four or five bad sacks. Yeah. And at once he tried to run out of bounds, he just got Bang. blew up. Yeah, blew up. <laughs> they just hit him all game, too. He was like, yeah, you ain't moving? Dante, I feel like Dante Hightower should went fine. Uh, uh, more Stephon Gilmore. Yeah, got. they was out there. Dante Hightower was on every play. Like, oh, every if it was a play to be made, that nigga was right you there on that. Three point. Shout out to the dude in Vegas who bet what like two hundred fifty, hundred dollars on yeah. the Rams for three points. Two hundred dollars. He won a hundred thousand. Hundred thousand dollars. Like, and, you, and there's a chance they missed the field goal. So yeah. like, <laughs> I know he was jumping up and down, man. Probably turned up. My nigga. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man. If you hold the, the highest scoring, what they score like thirty points a game, yeah, and you hold them to three, like, that. like that's just three. Bel- and and that that was a fifty yard. They didn't touch the red zone. Stanking no, stanking ass uh, three. Ugh, that was whoo. All right, so Orlando, come more Super Bowl question, man. Um, is Julian Edelman a Hall of Famer? No. And listen, if Barry Bonds is not gonna get in the Hall of Fame for steroids, he can't. It ain't like he even denied it. He took it. Yeah. He right? said, "Yeah, y'all got me." 
No, man. And why did everybody let that go? Like, that he took PEDs. Nah, you can't let that shit go. I ain't letting that slide. If, they, if y'all ain't gonna let it slide for other people, we can't let it slide for them. Now, I will say this. Drew Evans is a hell of a player. I watched him up close play at Kent State. He was the toughest guy on the field. I'm happy for him, but nah, that, that, that's a mark against him in my book. I don't even give a fuck about the PEDs. Uh... I'm not sure who who brought it. Why to not life. though? I don't. I don't. Because I, I, I think Barry Barnes should be into. I'm not. That's what I'm saying. But I think that the thing with him is the argument. Like I'm saying, it's not. That's not the defining argument. I watched Troy Brown as a kid. I forget who brought this up on TV. Troy Brown played offense, defense, retirement. He was played. He came out of the backfield sometimes. Yeah, the Patriots, yeah. He ain't got none of this recognition. It don't make sense to me. You know what I'm saying? He is just as pivotal to them championships back then. Same thing with Deion Branch. They're just as pivotal to them championships back then as Edelman is now. I think Deion Branch got two finals. That's what I'm saying. Why is he getting this recognition? Don't make no sense. I think the thing is, niggas love Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman has no media. No, but that's what the the person, whoever brought it up on TV said. It's like Julian Edelman just a celebrity. And I ain't going to lie. Any time's boy. I ain't going to lie. When it comes to the Super Bowl... And it's a big play to be made. Oh, no, he make that motherfucker. That nigga it. name is on that bitch. He made that Like, down there the other night in the catch in the, in the Falcons game. And he made the other catch. He the Chiefs game, he had a bunch of big catches. But he only had three catches in the second half. He ain't never been to a Pro Bowl before. But he only, yeah, yeah, he only do that during the postseason. Yeah. He a postseason nigga. Uh, Calvin just had a better better career. I mean, Joey Evans won more, but he got Tom Brady. We got fucking <laughs> Man, that's why I'm boy kind of. He was like, no, I'm not going to play with Matt Stafford. With Stafford. <laughs> I'm not going to play with that. Who um, guy? He ain't Brady. All right, uh, be nice. I'm going to ask you this question. Do you feel that the overall Super Bowl week and things like that was a little tarnished because you because it, it appeared that one, maybe both the teams didn't really deserve to be there? For sure. I feel like, and we talked about this on the podcast previously and off air today, that the feel of what should have happened should have been old versus old or young versus young. We've already seen the narrative of can this young quarterback beat the old quarterback in the AFC and NFC championship game. I didn't want to see that shit again. Mm. already seen on one side, Patrick Mahomes, he gave his hardest shot. He could. He ain't beat the GOAT. Then on the other side, Jerkoff didn't really do nothing and got hand-wrapped a gift of the Super Bowl. So it's like seeing that, you already kind of had a feeling. And Ty Gurley didn't do shit in the NFC Championship game. So it's like pretty much you could argue the best player on their team wasn't going to be available outside of Aaron Donald. So it's like why do I even care about this game? Everybody who even even people that are Patriot haters was like, you yeah, know, they're going to win. It just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't even about, like, no, nah, I want to see the Patriots lose realistically. It's just like, nah, this ain't that. It was just like, you already knew. Like, this is the matchup that nobody want to see. I mean, it's clear the NFL did it to get an L.A. fan base and make them a little a bigger, you know, market. Because you know, they got to compete with the Dodgers and the Lakers and shit like that. But it's like, we all knew. Like, it was no reason to pick the Rams. I wouldn't even embarrass myself like that. I'm trying to be on a limb and make a hot take. And I'm good for I could have built a case for the Rams. But at the end, the case fell apart and broke open, and then it was like my draws was hanging out that bitch. Cause it's it like, was only a case for them against the Chiefs, I think, because I think they had the weakest defense. Yeah. Or the Rams probably could have exploited their defense. They still would have lost. I think they would have lost regard. You know what I'm saying? Regardless, but they would have had an actual chance of winning against the Chiefs because they would have been able to score at least 15 points, 20, 25 points, something, something crazy. They'd have been able to keep up and score a little bit, even though they probably would have got blew out by the Chiefs. Cause the offense is just Patrick Mahomes is ten times better than Jared Goff. I think with the with the weak build up, 
if it, if the Saints would have been there, it would have been a better build up. Yeah, the and then you would have had the, the the Atlanta fan base hating the Saints. And so it would have been interesting. That's the thing. The Saints are right down the street from Atlanta. Like you said, it would have been more fanfare. Because I heard the Saints fans boycotted the game. Yeah, they went anyway. Chiefs, in the Chiefs. It just the wrong the team, team made it. What the Chiefs? The Chiefs boycotted about. Shit, they talk about that offsides penalty. Shit, there's a lot offside. of penalties. Yeah, they, they catch, they catch yeah. I would have boycotted that bitch. Yeah, Chris Hogan bitch. Didn't catch that. He didn't. I would have cheated. So, yeah, cheated. They, um, yeah, all right, final question, Super Bowl question, man. Um, overall, give me your complete Super Bowl thought. From I'm talking about the game, uh, the halftime show, the the post game coverage, everything about the day. How was it to you? What would you grade it? Uh, the pregame was all no all of it together. Okay. If you put it all together in one fight, like the Super Bowl was the final project of the NFL. All together, where do you grade it? Trash. Ooh. They get an F. Damn. Yeah. The, the halftime performance was awful. <laughs> awful. Like, Travis Scott, you only performed a half of sicko mode, nigga. You could have set out that shit. Yeah. And you go bring Big Boy out there just to perform a verse from all the way you move. Like, come on, man. You don't do that to him in his own town. I like Maroon 5, man. But they, they, I've seen them put on better shows than that. Mm. Be nice? B+. Plus. Mm. Just because Brady and Belichick won another one. That's the only positive. That is kind of fucked up, bro. Because the NFL was damn near great all year. And then the it got... Was great the playoffs was great, too. Until, the, until that NFC Championship game. Until the NFC AFC Championship, it fell apart. Nigga and then... Roby, whatever his last name, that nigga ruined the whole shit. Yeah, he ruined... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shaking my head at you, Roby. You ruined the NFL playoffs, bro. the ref was supposed to... What's the refs, man? It was the refs. That's why it was fixed. I mean, I was telling me nice. I got into like a debate with an old nigga at the Omega Grill because Mama wants a fucking Omega Grill. What up there? He's telling me how it wasn't fixed. I'm like, bro, that shit was fixed. Like, what are you talking about? And he's just like, I, I done, I done, I, I, I coached Lindsey Hunter and Tayshawn. They would have told me that if the the games was fixed. I'm like, it ain't up to them, nigga. <laughs> 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 like them niggas in day in on the fix. That's why it's a fix, you idiot. What are you talking about? But yeah, guys. I mean, niggas is stupid, bro. I don't Super Bowl, and the NFL season was good. Super Bowl was trash, man. I hate to break it to you. I hate to break it to you. It's just the final verdict, man. I would have fell asleep. If we didn't have the opportunity of us playing 2K afterwards, which I was trying to stay up for, I would have went to sleep. And then the dude, some dude on ESPN, like, you thought the game was boring. Why'd you watch it? It's like, bro, we'd watch it. Honestly, didn't nobody really watch Like, the ratings were down. The lowest ratings were down. Years. And it's like, bro, it's the Super Bowl. Like, niggas. Watch the shit because you invite people over. You got it on TV, but it's like, bro, I don't mean we enjoy it. You can watch some shit and say it's boring. And it was like a video <laughs> a nigga dropped on Twitter of trying to show how people watch the Super Bowl. He just was on his phone all the time. I ain't gonna lie, that literally, I was on Twitter the entire time. Like, I, did my I didn't start watching until like the third quarter when it was all right, so who gonna score? When the first <laughs> touchdown gonna happen? Um, so we all, y'all wanna go 21 Savage? I wanna cover this real quick. Yeah, I'll let B-Nice take this. All right, B-Nice. Break it down a little bit. Let's talk about this 21 Savage stuff real quick, man. Okay. So, out the blue, um, what was it, last week, we had some reports, updates, that 21 Savage had been taken by ICE, which to me, I thought was like fake news on some Donald Trump shit. I'm like, what? They take, you know what I'm saying, foreigners. They take (laughs) people that's not from here. 21 Savage, young black-looking guy from Zone 6 in Atlanta, I thought he was American-born. Now, granted, I'm one of those people who do, do like, Wikipedia searches anyways, so I knew his name. His name is kind of foreign, you know what I'm saying? It's a weird name. And he, he, he talked about his religion before, like, his, his religion is not 
it's not based on Christianity. It's like uh, something that that has like different entities or something like that. So we kind of talked about this before. So all of this stuff did seem kind of awkward, I guess you could say, or different. But you got people out here. This whole tip is all different type of. You know what I'm saying? People that believe in all different type of things. So the world is starting to change within the black community. So there's a lot of different things going on. But say he got taken by ICE, and then the rest of the report is that he's from the UK. Now, naturally, that doesn't make sense to anybody. You know what I'm saying? We've heard him speak. He doesn't speak with a, a British accent or any of these things. But it actually comes down to the truth that he is from, like, a Caribbean island. Like, he's Dominican. And that's a territory of the UK. Yeah, of course. And like some people reported, naturally, a lot of those people, when they're about to have children for, like, the hospital purposes and, and better health purposes, they go back to the UK to have their kids. Yeah. So he's a UK-born person. But I don't think he actually spent no time there. Like, he went back to the island he was from, and then he came here when he was seven years old. His parents came here on a work visa, which, as we know, a lot of foreigners, they overstay their welcome with the, the work visa. They, tar- they tend to expire fast within one or two years, and then they don't go through the process of getting it renewed, which I think his family did, but it was denied or something like that. And he's basically been here since he was seven. He has one criminal conviction, which was for marijuana, and it got expunged and wiped off of his case. But right now, one of his cousins, Young Nudie, who's also a rapper, has his own case from the federal agents who 21 Savage kind of got wrapped into it and it brought ice back on his case. And people think that they have put him in this 23-hour lockdown and are threatening to port him to get him to reveal some information on his best friend and his cousin. So right now, that's pretty much his case, his situation. He's just kind of getting thwarted into this because they have an ongoing case on them and they kind of want to put some pressure on him. And so, when this news dropped, I mean, it was hilarious. I ain't gonna lie. The jokes was funny. The wankers and, you know, all the different British actions they put on them was was groundbreaking. Then they had me crying. But, I guess what, Demi Lovato hopped into it and she started laughing. And she laughed at some of the British accent. It was, it was you know, victimless jokes that she was laughing at. She wasn't laughing at anything. Well, that she had should to be laughing at She's just not a problem. <laughs> it's almost like one of the things when you see right. some white Twitter stuff get retweeted and it's like, where did this come from? It's why, like, how did Demi Lovato see this? Why can't she laugh? Because when she was going through her shit, she didn't want nobody laughing at her. Uh, no, no, no. She did that to herself. She did to <laughs> what? She, she did, did drugs. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, she so, was just doing drugs. Yeah, like, but, but I'm saying like, she ain't, if, if Toro Savage would put up like, but Demi Lovato jokes was funny. You think she get like niggas would be like, hey, hey. Yeah, people would have told me, yeah, yo, you being sure. insensitive. Oh, nah, uh, what? Well, they people would have told people did this to her. Okay. Like, we support Nas. Yeah, you, you, know, you know, we can laugh. You can't say that shit. Yeah, What's wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, I liked, I liked it. I enjoyed how everybody like turned on it because I just thought like, hey, you know what? It is funny. Niggas but laughing, but she just can't. You know what? Demi. Yo, crackhead ass. got like 2% black in it, but it's like, you ain't never told Yo, us that. Yo, crackhead ass, it. get the fuck up out of here. Niggas got to roast her like crazy. Yeah. It's like niggas had these inner jokes about wanting to roast her crackhead ass. Damn, let us last time. And now I just like, it was you full reign. Right. Yeah. Open it up. Fuck you. Open it up. You said something about my dog. I got you. Danner should have beat her ass for saying that shit. Yeah. So is he going to win it? So he's still locked up. Yeah, 23 hour lockdown. Yeah, well, Jay-Z picked up. Oh, he on the Billy McFarlane. Yeah. 23 in one hour. He only get out for an hour? That's fucked up. I mean, like uh, some of his management has said, because a lot of people try to break down different uh, regulations and stuff as to 
just telling lies about the situation. People don't know specifics. There was rumors going around that he came here when he actually was like fourteen. Was trying to make it look worse. Like he he. That's still at fourteen. You you still a kid. You still yeah, a kid. Yeah, but at fourteen, it kind of I don't know. It just seemed like you wasn't like an actual citizen. You've been here since you're seven. You American. You know what I'm saying? My eyes. You American. So it just. Once it, one of his management people actually went to like elementary school and he was talking about we had the same third third grade teacher, all these different things. But there's been like breakdowns of certain regulations that can keep him here regardless, which is they've already talked about that. I think four years ago, he tried to renew his actual just visa as a person. He's trying to, you know what I'm saying, become a part of citizenship. And that got put on hold. And then he also tried to renew just the working visa, which also got put on hold last year. So he has made he has made some attempts, and he not just living here like not knowing these things or trying to hide these things. He has tried to put some 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 work towards getting these things worked out. But like they talked about, there's different regulations and different rules as far as Twenty One Savage about four years ago got shot on his birthday, and that's one of the regulations. If you're a victim of crime in the states, you can actually have visas permitted to you because you became a victim, and then also because of his citizenship is or not citizenship, but his workmanship as far as him being an artist and providing for all these actual American citizens because he has kids that were born here, that might also help his case. And like Lando just kind of talked about, Jay-Z has jumped in to provide a, a legal team for him. And also, shout out to uh, Quality Control P because he tried to put together a different artist. And I seen a lot of people chiming in. Like, I was reading the comments. Like, Slim from 112 was talking about, like, yeah, I'm with it. Let's, like, it's different people that's trying to branch off and help him. So i just really proud for that moment because... 21 started to alter his life, and he's been talking about a lot of different political issues and things that's going on in the world. Like, last week he had just added extra verse to his song with J. J. Cole talking about Flint's water issues and actually talking about people getting caught at the border and having their kids taken away from him. So he's altered his life for, for the better from what it seems and trying to talk about, you know, financial adversity for people and spending differently. So he seems like he's, he's making a turn for the best. And to see people kind of backing them in the place of power is a great thing. Like, you got to support your own culture. And just this movement of everybody trying to be together and move together, move correctly, is just a great thing. So Even if it's in a basket. What's this Chris Brown shit now? That's in the whole opposite direction. All right, yeah. So, Chris Brown, he's so he laughing at Chris the jokes. Chris Brown actually posted the, I don't know, I think you've seen the, uh, when they, remember the XXL freestyle? Yeah. They changed his whole... Oh, yeah, it's like... Yeah, dum, dum, bop, yeah, bop, bop. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Chris Brown reposted that. He thought it was hilarious. I don't follow Chris Brown, so I didn't even know nothing about this. But I do follow, like, Say Cheese, which is a blogging site, and they reposted a, a post from Offset, which is like, hey, this this 21 shit not funny. People laughing at these memes. just real serious shit. Y'all wouldn't find this funny, which a lot of the Atlanta people supported. A lot of quality control people, that, which is understandable. This shit, boy, he got 23-hour lockdown, might get deported, might lose his... American chance of life, you know what I'm saying? He got kids over here. This is fucked up. So I get that, but then Chris Brown obviously didn't take it that way. And I don't think it was because of this. I think it was because they got beef. As Chris Brown kind of alluded to in, in the, the comment that he left on Offset's page, it was something along the lines of when we was at the Drake concert, you ain't you ain't had the same energy. So obviously it's something they're brewing, and, and he wants to smoke with Offset. Uh, Chris Brown just had a situation over there. They just both need to just chill out, man. It did, but he, he wants to smoke, clearly. <laughs> I think that shit just is like... Chris Brown for sure wants to smoke. 
I was trying to play it all. Like, he don't want no smoke, but nah, nigga, I think that nigga won't. I mean, to be honest, though, Soulja Boy, with the, Soulja Boy signed a contract to box, man. Man, that nigga won't smoke, though. Like, <laughs> boxing, is, that's not... That's that. fight, man. I mean, hey, that's the best way to handle it. Mm. Man, oh, man. Man, oh, man. You pick your weapons. Oh, <laughs> you smoke this brown on it, and this is the thing that kind of went unnoticed, and we just revisited this video when Soulja Boy got to talk and was like the, the guy that, that took Soulja Boy's arm off of him. That was Chris Brown's boy. Yeah. That was the smoke Chris Brown when he wanted to end the hood. Nah, my man's going to beat your ass. Well, fuck that, man. The square up man to man. No, no, no. Chris Brown offset one-on-one. Oh, they almost... No, that was Joe Budden. Chris Brown offset one-on-one. I got Chris Brown. Ooh. Why? Because he can dance? Uh, He can dance a little bit more. I don't know. Offset can play football. Which one of them can play football no, real good? Quavo oh, can no, play yeah, football. Yeah, if it was Quavo, I'd go Quavo. Offset can dance no. too. I go Chris Brown. He was in video when he was a little kid. Yeah, yeah. I, I Both go Chris Brown. I go Chris Brown. But like, Offset more like pop and locking type shit. Yeah, Chris yeah. Brown kind of can do it all. Yeah, he'd be hooping. We do crack. No, but he do train with the Charlos too, though. I forgot about it. Chris Brown do work out with the Charlos. I'm going with Chris Brown. Yeah, Tony Harrison did beat that boy. Yeah, Tony Harrison did just beat that nigga. My man's like Tony Harrison. Okay. You thinking of? Nah, I'm going with, yeah, I'm going with Chris Brown. Who you right. going with? Chris Brown. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like, say you'll be crazy. Right, so <laughs> the only t- nigga from the, the Migos I might take in the fight is Takeoff because he like 6'4". Six, six, taller than the rest of them niggas. He look like he a big dude. The mother niggas miniature. Yeah, yeah I'm, going, I'm going with Chris Brown. All right, man. Not a moment that the show has been waiting on. We got to talk trade talk, man. We all, all right, who do y'all want to start with? I want to start... Like global first, nationally first, and then let's go. Then we can get back to the Pistons. Yeah, we can do that. All right. Um, first things first. The Philadelphia 76ers are possibly the best team in the NBA. Well, at least the best team in the East right now. Dude, yeah. what do you think about the, the 76ers? Right I, now? I like the move, man. Like you said, putting Tobias with Jimmy Butler, with Ben Simmons. That's just a very athletic very athletic team, man. They got a very athletic front court and back court. You got JJ Reddick still right there to hit the shots. They ain't gonna do nothing but open up the floor more for JJ and Tobias. Tobias is shooting like forty two percent from the three points this, this season. He's been playing really good, man. I mean, he he would have been an all star if he's on the East. They got an all star talent. I don't see a team on the East that has the firepower to beat them now. Um, I think they catapulted to number one in the East. Mm. Uh, it's crazy because it's like they really got Jimmy Butler for nothing. Well, because they upgraded the two players that they traded Jimmy Butler for, being Robert Covington and Dario Saric. Because Tobias Harris is a better, way better version than Dario Saric. So this is like Celtics looking highway rivalry, it seems. But the Clippers got freedom. Like they got some contracts off their hand. You know what I'm saying? They they have a, a shot at getting. Some max players now, and also they got draft picks. So it seems like both teams won, but we'll have to see what the Clippers do with it. But right now, uh, the talks are that the, the Sixers are gearing up to try to keep all four of these players together. Yeah, so I say the only good. loser in this trade is Markel Fultz because it's like, nah, it's like you, you don't exist, bro. Who can get Markel Fultz? I mean, like, somebody can get him, but it's like, I don't want him. Give us. The Pistons need to get Markel Fox. We can get him anything. Them niggas have a bench. That's the only downfall. I mean, it's the downfall with all super, our big four type teams. That is what I, 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 I have. And I do think they got another trade in them. They got 
Malachi Richardson from Toronto, who kind of adds. Well, like you said, the playoffs, you, you <laughs> get down to about 8-7, man. And like I said, they got Bobang yeah, come off the bench. Bobang, come on now. Yeah, Bobang. The they got Wilson Chandler. I mean, they, yeah, they, they got some people. Wilson Chandler. Oh, they did? I yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was doing it's all right. They got Bobon. No, they, they got TJ McConnell. TJ McConnell, Bobon, pick and roll. Why niggas keep talking about Bobon. I like Bobon. You can't play that nigga in the playoffs now with the NBA going. <laughs> 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 another 12 minutes? Yeah, you can play him 10, 12 minutes. Bobon. That's 12 minutes you're going to be losing. You got that nigga on the floor. Um, and then who else? I mean, nobody. Furcon. Furcon. Corkmas. Yeah. Furcon, Corkmas, baby. He's 50 in the They still got Bolden, right? And Mike Scott. Yeah, Mike Scott is just, he's a forgotten piece of the trade. Okay. Yeah, so they fairly solid. They ain't the best team in the league, but they're a solid NBA team. And maybe, um, I don't know how many people they traded. What is that? Is that they traded Shemet, uh, Wilson Chandler. I forget who the last person is. But I was going to say, if they have an open roster spot, maybe they, they get Corey Brooke. Corey Brooke hey, last night. Elton Brand should be GM of the year, man. Executive of the year. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Those two deals. Yeah, Elm Brand is up there right now. With Jerry West, he is up. He has made the beginning of the year Ben Simmons had no shooters. He got him some shooters, and now you got him a defender. They got a nigga who can create their own shot. They they done got the team that they on there. What do you have to do for that, though? Huh? What do you have to do for that, though? Say it right with me, man. What do you mean? trade off at 4 in the morning. What was he doing? Oh, yeah, he had to get this trade off early. He was eating ass. I think he was eating ass to get the trade? No, he just working. Working the hard <laughs> No, he just man. working. Um, we got to talk about another another trade that just went down. Uh, Harrison Barnes. And this is the best part about the NBA. You can get traded at your mama house. You can get traded in your sleep. You can get traded 30 minutes before a game. And you can get traded in the middle of a game. Harrison Barnes was traded in the middle of his game tonight. Okay. Down there having a good game. And he had to get escorted out. And he had to go empty out his locker at halftime. And then there did jersey off his back. This thing ain't got no jersey on. He just took that bitch and was like, all right, Harrison, hit the, hit the road, Jack. I know what do you think about this? He got traded to the Kings for Justin Jackson. And you can look at it two ways. It could be a good thing. It could be like Kings be watching. I'm like, well, damn, we need him. Well, let's just trade him. <laughs> or it could be a shit where they're like, oh, oh y'all want Harrison Barnes? Oh, she's right there. Stop the game. Hey. hey. <laughs> call time I'll get that nigga up out of there. Yeah, this Do you think they called down then into the court floor like, hey, tell Rick Carlisle to take Harrison Barnes out the game? Yeah. They yeah. Rick Carlisle. They talk to security. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they told Rick. Hey, get young man about them seats. Yeah. He can't even sit there no more. Ain't his seat. I told somebody looking for him in the back, and they just broke it to him. This, I think that is probably the funniest shit, bro, because it's like I'm pretty sure that nigga was hot. And they just was like, hey, look, man. Somebody like this. <laughs> yeah, somebody that's looking at And the Kings, the Kings, not that bad. They actually needed a, a small forward. I think they missed out on Otto Porter, too. The talks was always that they wanted somebody like Otto Porter and could take on that contract. But obviously, Otto got moved to the Bulls. Yeah, and so that's another trade. Otto Porter got shipped off to the to the Chicago Bulls for Bobby Porter's and Jabari Parker. And now them niggas was just playing before the game. So I imagine they shit went down like... They was in the locker room warming up, and they was just like, hey, I know, bro, look. <laughs> you got to go. Like, you just got traded, homie. Holla back, bro. And so, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. In this trade, I don't know if it was a winner or a loser. Like, nigga just got traded. Yeah, that's all that was. <laughs> I think that it depends on what the, the Bulls are looking for moving forward. But I don't pour the 15 perfectly with them. Got a young team. He really kind of butt, but... You get him in a, a second day, a third tier role as a scorer, knockdown shooter, and can play defense. That might be a perfect fit for him. And then 
unfortunately, John Wall just put the, the Wizards in a bind with his big-ass contract and then essentially being out for two straight seasons and not even knowing how he's going to come back in the third after rupturing his Achilles at 29. They got to move that money around. And you got a, a smaller contract in whatever Bobby Porter's is, you, but you got rights to him so you can offer him something. And then Jabari Parker is coming off the books. So they had to get something going. And they out of Porter contract, which is too big. So I, I feel... Like I said off air, I think everybody has did a decent job of doing what they needed to do. Whatever that was, they did a decent job at it so far. Um. Then with the set, not the same. The Rockets got Iman Shumper from the Kings. And Tra- Nick Stauskas and Wade Baldwin. No, they traded Wade Baldwin and Nick Stauskas to the Cavs. And Alec Burks went to the Kings. Okay. It was a three-way trade. So that's kind of just like look, niggas losing the little guys around. Oh, no, no, no. They didn't. When did they get Wayball and the next Dowskis? They might have got them because yeah, I think it was Marquise Chris and Brandon yeah. Knight got traded to the Cavs. Yeah. So they still got them. The Rockets still getting them. Those are. Let me see. I'm about to look at Yeah, they got Stauskas, man. That's a nice three, three and D guy they got. Yeah, so. Three guy. Don't know about the D guy. I mean, how tall is Stauskas? He's about. There you go. He ain't play. I ain't never seen him play on defense. Six six. Yeah, that's ain't big. Like, well, I hope, he, what uh, uh, yeah, they got way more. Iman Shumper and Nick Stauskas, and the Cavs got Marquise Chris Brandon Knight in the 2019 first round pick via Houston, and the Kings got Alex Burks. The, the Cavs is pick. trying double time to get that Zion Williams because it's like no reason you want them niggas on your basketball team. Yeah, they got they like ten and forty five or some shit like Ooh, that. So they not trying to win no game. Alec Burks was trying too hard on the court. That's why they had to get that nigga up out of here. Like, look, bro, you hooping, and I respect it. You don't need to be hooping here doing no, that shit. No, no. We don't need nobody playing good for the Cleveland Cavaliers, nah, nigga. Go ahead. Yeah, tank it out. Tank it out, bro. So they tanking it out, and uh, I don't know. Between them and the Knicks, who you think gonna get Zion? Oh, they gotta get the Knicks. New York gotta get. They gonna try to get that market. Can't let Cleveland get this again, and it start to look like something going on. <laughs> what you mean? Keep sending that little boy out with the glasses. Dan Gilbert son. It's like every time he here, you get the number one pick. Yeah. Take this nigga home. He can't be in here. It's like Harlem Nights, bro. I don't like shooting around little kids, but I never fuck with them. You can't have the balls rolling with this nigga in here, bro. I don't like that shit. No, nah, I think I think they had a fix a few years, but the Knicks is gonna get the the one pick. Um, like you said, Chicago gonna get two, and they probably get Cleveland. And realistically, shout out to my boy Ken. We talked about this before I got over here. One of the things we talked about was if Kevin Durant goes there, even if the Knicks make a push for Anthony Davis, if they get the number one pick or they get Kevin Durant, they get Anthony Davis and Kyrie Irving and some of these guys, just make the NBA better. Because then even if Kyrie leaves Boston, the Celtics still a good team. Yeah. Like they're not the greatest team, but you need the Knicks to be better to where you have Philadelphia, the Knicks, whatever the Raptors stay with or whoever stays, they still should be decent. Then the Celtics. And if other depot can come back right, you see how you had the patients looking. So having a formidable five to six teams there, and then whatever the West turns into a formidable four or five teams there, it'll start to feel like there's more parity. Even though the Bulls were winning everything in the 90s, they were still good teams. There were still some teams that were like, all right, this is a good team. The Rockets was a good team. The Magic was a good team. It was still yeah, some good we, teams. Yeah, but we all knew who was going to win the Yeah, I mean, that, then, to like, me, it still would be like that with the Warriors, but at least the East being good. I'm Kevin Durant leave. I don't know. Yeah, I can see it would still be parity. But yeah, be if he stays and you keep that four together, the, those other teams could still be competitive. Yeah, like, the Sixers wouldn't get did like how Brown got did. You know what I'm saying? They wouldn't get blew out every, day, every game. No. All right, so do y'all think, overall, Anthony Davis will be moved? Oh, and then uh, and then finally, we got to talk about the Pistons real quick. 
The Pistons traded Stanley Johnson and Reggie, <laughs> and Reggie Bullock away. Uh, in return for Stanley Johnson, we got Thon Maker. Yeah. And instead of uh, what's that the nigga Reggie McCallum. Bullock? What's the what's the nigga? What's it? That's his name. McCallum. That's Siv McCallum? Yeah. Okay, we got McCallum for Reggie Bullock. Y'all like about that trade? Like, dude, I'm gonna go with what dude said. In my eyes, both of them niggas ass, and we just got two niggas. That also our ass, so it really didn't do nothing. One thing I would say about Thon, just being that he's 7-1, being that he is athletic, he can shoot, I can see a place for him on the court. I really don't know about homeboy. They just traded for I know LeBron really wanted to get Reggie Bullock over there, so they just gave him a deal. But I'm happy with the Thon make a trade. Stanley was just not going to work out, man. He couldn't dribble. He couldn't play defense consistently. He couldn't shoot. He had trouble rebounding. He had trouble having with faster the players in front of him. It was time for him to go. He needs, just needs a fresh start. And I think that's cool. And Thom wants to play. He wants to be a part of a team. Like he on the number one team. He said, look, I'm not happy because I'm not getting no burn. Well, you're going to get all the burn here, boy. So, hey, come ready to play. But, you know, don't, we ain't calling him a boy now. It's Thom Maker. Thom Maker is down there at the end of his prime. Like this, We're talking about a veteran NBA player right here. Yeah, Thom Maker. Man. I'm no, I'm talking, I'm talking adult man. I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking seasoned veteran Thon Maker, man. That's what we need, man. Need more men walking around, man. I think Thon's gonna be, gonna be a good guy. I don't think he's gonna be a bad guy. I like McCallum better than Thon. McCallum, like they pointed out, Reggie Bullock before he come to Detroit averaged 1.9. He's a decent shooter who just didn't have his way. McCallum to me is a much better player than Reggie Bullock. Not. At this very standing, because Reggie Bullock understands the nuances of the NBA, understands what shots to take. Well, he's what getting more opportunities to, to play too. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Makalu, to me, as potential-wise, already has a, a setting in stone of him being a better player. He can put the ball on the floor a little bit. He actually had to dribble at Kansas, and he's a decent shooter, and he's six seven, so he fits the same build to me as Reggie Bullock, and a little bit cheaper. That's cool. Um. So I guess the last thing we talk about is Anthony Davis, man. Do y'all see a way that Anthony Davis is going to be moved by the end of the week? Yeah. By I, tomorrow, actually. I, I think that New Orleans was, was playing hardball, what you're supposed to do. You ask for everything. Y'all want them. Well, let me see what all you can get. I think at the last minute, they're going to make a deal. They're going to make a splash. You know the NBA always got to make a splash. On, on Thursday, they're going to make a splash. He will be a Laker. And Lonzo and them boys can get, uh, get traded. Mm, nah. I think that it's a possibility, as into what Lando is saying about them playing hardball. But just as like a lot of people said, logically for me, it doesn't benefit the Pelicans to make this move right now. It only benefits the Lakers because this same offer will be on the table in the summertime. But also a Boston offer will be on the table in the summertime. A New York Knicks offer will be on the table in the summertime. A Clippers offer will be on the table in the summertime. Like it just makes more sense to me in the Pelicans benefit to I wait. That Boston's I feel like yeah, his dad already kinda fucked the Boston one up for yeah. one. And two Danny Ainge is not gonna make a good deal with them niggas. Like Danny Ainge is not known for making but the even the trade. <laughs> if they stupid, he could just tell them, "Yeah, I'm gonna give y'all Tatum." And then when June comes, he's like, "Ain't giving y'all shit." <laughs> I mean, that's what he going to do. I'm not saying so. I think he <laughs> could still just make them wait. I think it'd be better for the Pelicans if they got all the players here now. Get them under Alvin Gentry. Get them under his offense. Then go into the offseason with them same for, guys and get them in the next year. Yeah, what's that? That's that's the Drew Holiday and Alfred Payton already in your team. Yeah, you gotta get gotta work guys in and out. I mean, I think that'd be the best thing for him to do and take them draft picks. I just feel like the Lakers tried to give him a whole starting five and picks, 
So just take the shit, bro. Like, the, the Pelicans, y'all ass. You're not going to get a better deal than that. They're not going to get a better deal. Like, worst case scenario, they're just going to leave. Like, you're just going to try to keep him. He's just going to leave or you're going to trade him somewhere and then he's going to leave the next thing. I really feel like he's trying to play with LeBron James. So it's like, you might as well just make it happen. Nah, y'all already not going to. It ain't like it's really going to. that benefit. Huh? Maybe they just want to be some hoe-ass niggas. That's what, and that's what I'm saying. That's what it come down to. They just being some hoe-ass niggas. Yeah, because Popovich is like, I'm watching this. Y'all better not do that shit. Yeah, it's like, bro, why everybody in the league? Yeah. I didn't know niggas hated the Lakers I, like this. Uh, and somebody talked about it. I don't know what, what I just seen. I think oh, it was a uh, shout-out to, to because Shy, Shy Phillips. He'd been talking about it earlier. He thinks, and I can kind of see it, that the NBA kind of flustered with LeBron James. And it's not just about him, but it's the Rich Paul situation. I think people don't like that shit. And they trying to send a message to Brian, like, bro, you're not going to keep doing this shit. At first, it was cool. You just had a lot of power as yourself as a player. People respected you and they wanted to come play with you. But now you manipulate niggas. Now you got your boy out here, you know what I'm saying? It's clutch sports shit. And like they talked about the Pelicans, Alvin Gentry and them tried to sway him away from them. Like, no, nah, don't do that shit. Don't fuck with that. We see the right now. I know what this is. But that's the thing. Alvin Gentry working for the Pelicans. The Pelicans. I'm saying the Pelicans themselves was, hey, don't fuck with that nigga. That's what I'm saying, because the Pelicans know. He going to convince Ellie Davis yeah. to leave. And we, but it's like, stop being a bad team. Just stop being. I got, we got to start holding these teams nah, Responsible for you. They tried, but they nigga that don't play. You know what I mean? Man, they tried way too late. They just been trying the last two, three years. They signed Solomon Hill to a terrible contract. They signed Etoine Moore to a terrible contract. These two niggas are on terrible contracts. Tore his hamstring off the bone. Drew Holiday had a stretch fracture when he first got there. But I'm saying when he first got there, he had a stretch fracture. And then his wife was dealing with some type of brain tumor. So he wasn't right when Anthony Davis. So he and then Blake got this ruptures fucking Achilles. He just don't want to play there no more, bro. I yeah, want to be. He don't want to be a Pelican. Say, I can't. Like I can't say that because look at him doing his interview. He looks sad. He looked kind of sad nah, when he was like talking to him. They holding him up. He like no. Nah, it was like it was almost like he feel feel kind of bad. Like damn. Nah, but I think this is a the situation where they don't want to play. They don't want to see. It's probably. To some degree, just different because of the timing. But it's almost like Kevin Durant. I don't think Kevin Durant wanted to be like, fuck okay. See, it's just like, this ain't it, bro. That's what I'm I saying. Like, somebody just know the writing on the wall, bro. And if they see it, just let yeah, me but go. But I'm saying, like, I also can't say that the Pelicans didn't try. Like, they tried. Yeah, they right. tried, but it's like. Like, they ain't give. Kevin Durant got Kevin Martin. All type of bum ass. Deion Waiters. It's like, damn, bro, what's up? We had to play on the page. <laughs> but no, nah, but like, James, but Kevin Durant situation is different because he had another star nigga. So he it really was, up, was like. He was up 3 1. Yeah, like, like, Anthony Davis really ain't never had nobody. You know what I'm saying? And they gave him to DeMarcus Cousins. Then DeMarcus Cousins got hurt. But it's like, they also was bullshitting with DeMarcus Cousins. They wouldn't able to know if they wanted to pay him or not at the beginning. Because of the attitude, man. Eh, whatever. <laughs> now you got Anthony Davis about to leave. And now you look at you. Now it's attitude well, everywhere. I'll take, I'll take those niggas. Them niggas is young, bro. Them I niggas is young weak, was, bro. Man, them niggas be straight. They're <laughs> 17 points. Yeah, niggas. Shout out to, to LeVar. LeVar got on the mic. Man, that nigga need to shut He said some up. real shit. Shout out to LeVar. That nigga said, look. We ain't want to talk about Kyle Kuzma until my boy got in that, in that summer league and had that nigga playing good basketball. No, him and Josh better when your son been out. Him and Josh Hart with no names until my nah, son got to that he, team, he can, man. He can kill if that you trade lines with the Phoenix, they be your team. Nah, he can kill that, that noise. They playing better with all of them. Like, you could say Lonzo trusted that nigga and gave him the ball, but it's like he been doing that shit on his own. He, I feel like he is solid, but like I just feel like them niggas not – that good. Like, all young niggas. I just feel like, like, like 22 years old. That could be good. Could be what Tobias Harris is. But, like, 
You don't trade Anthony Davis for Tobias. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you don't trade what you think can be Jason Kidd for Tobias Harris. And you also don't trade a nigga. Not today's NBA. If you get, if you get, if you get like, both of them, yeah. they, look, they two, they some young, Jason young Kidd and Tobias Harris for Anthony Davis. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, if he don't want to be there, that's better than nothing. <laughs> that's better than just leaving without nobody I coming mean, to Jason Tatum dunked on Brian. Zion Williamson could be the next man. <laughs> why would, you, why would uh, you take Jason Kidd and fucking Tobias Harris? Jason Kidd said he had one of the greatest careers ever. Yeah, but and Tobias Harris is a ball. It's, it's Jason Kidd. Let's let's ask this. Top question. five point guard all the time. He better than Steph Curry. No. Okay. Today is Steph Curry NBA. You got Anthony Kyrie Davis Curry? ain't better than Steph Curry. Ooh. No, he's not. But let's say <laughs> let's say if we, we was to say right now comparable players to Jason Kidd, who would that be? Is a point guard. In this league, yeah. Chris, not even Chris Paul. Probably, be, probably be the closest to be Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, butt, right? No, they that butt. Man, comparable to crazy. comparable to the the other point guards in the league. No, no. Anthony Davis. Like you want to talk about other point guards in the league? Okay, well, let's say Russell Westbrook <laughs> and Chris Paul. Would you trade either of them niggas in their prime for Anthony Davis? You lying. <laughs> 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 I like how you look up into the sky, right? Like, yeah, maybe I could. I would. I'll tell you, Russell Westbrook MVP season, yeah. Yeah, I would. Two seasons ago? Bad stats? Yeah, I'm cool with that. It's video evidence of Steve Adams not grabbing But do you know why I like Russell Westbrook? No, the only reason. Wait, hold on. Because he don't give a fuck about being an OKC. He gonna get his. I want a nigga like that if I'm New Orleans. But the fuck thing about what you just said is his MVP season wasn't even that great. The only reason he know the only reason was that's what I'm finna say. The only reason if you talking about the whole scheme of what I just said, the only reason he won MVP is because he averaged a triple. Wait, hold on, hold on. Okay, reason he averaged a triple double. Let me let me go back up. He took that team to the playoffs. It's been plenty of years after Davis didn't take the New Orleans because he never healthy. That's why he need to be next to mine. He need to be a second name. But what happens if he get hurt in LA? This is is over. Yeah, Brian gonna beat that nigga ass. <laughs> I think them dudes are young. That's that's a lot. That's a, it's an even trade because them young dudes that can turn to something. I think Kyle Kuzma's gonna be really good. I mean, I look at him. I I look at him play. I watch him play, and I just don't see like. Anthony Davis. I don't see. Yeah, like I just I'd rather see Anthony Davis down there. It's like I don't see nothing. I don't see none of them Knicks. Even on the on the on the subject side, like they Tatum nowhere near Anthony Davis. So like, that definitely he, can't be enough. He's twenty years old, but, that's but I don't think he ever Jason gonna Tatum, be Anthony Davis. I don't know. Was the leader? Because Davis twenty five years old. He was the leader of a team that went to the Eastern Conference <laughs> Finals and was clearly the best player on the team. Yeah. So that gives him the one up on all them niggas in LA, to where it's like y'all niggas can't even get to the playoffs. And not to say that Jason Tatum got them to the playoffs, but when he got there, he ain't back down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Brandon Kyle Ingram, Kuzman, them, it's like y'all niggas ass in the regular season. Brandon Ingram, y'all ass. playing ass against the Suns. They played good against the Golden State the other night. On the game with LeBron, the Lakers. Yeah, it's because they're LeBron finna trade their ass. It's like, shit, fuck it. Well, I ain't got no pressure. Well, they, they got their ass blew up the other night. Yeah, nigga, they about to get that's because they really knew they was about to get yeah, traded. They can tell right you, bro. They just gonna blew out about a pacer. What I'm gonna with Depot. But also, I can't put that on just them because, like, you got this Lance Stevenson and Michael Beasley and just, all them niggas trying to beat up Luke Walden. And Luke Walden down there probably crying in the car. Nah, I'm like, I'm gonna call Hamlet, though, man. Fuck y'all. What do you say? Fuck Luke Walden. Fuck Lance Stevenson and us. I'm about to lose my job. These little niggas about to get traded, and you talking to me about minutes? Fuck out my ear, nigga. I bet you my stats better than you. 
beat your ass. I beat your ass, nigga. I bust your ass. Motherfucker, I bought that, nigga. Big six, nigga. I'm six, eight. Put some respect on my name, nigga. Six, eight in this motherfucker. For sure, pull that card, nigga. I'm six, eight in this motherfucker. He gonna get fired, though. It's over. Brian finna bring in one of his boys. I wouldn't be surprised. They're talking about Jason Kidd. I hope not. Yeah, I hope so. I went back on that. Hit me. I went back on that. Hit me. <laughs> you know that? Yeah, the first water. First and foremost, that nigga, that wasn't no water either. He was drinking some alcohol. First and foremost, that's the first. T- I didn't even know coaches could drink nothing. That's the first nigga in a suit I've ever seen with a cup in his hand. He bro. planned that's it crazy. out. He, plan. he planned that's that crazy. shit out. He wanted no, to get a nigga, drink. The, it's not against the rules. No, no, that's why nobody else drink. That's that's that, cocktail. You got to get somebody that LeBron can respect. You can respect him. Is it? A champion, yeah. All time great player, gonna respect him. I hope he do, man. I step on everybody. I just it's step the on Brown the way. Way. No way. <laughs> it's the Brown Wear, no way. Um, I mean, I think that's it, though. Oh, John Wall is, is, is done, like I told y'all. Alright. I mean what, is, what point is you trying to prove with that? He he just fell slip and fell in his house and rotated. I don't think so. I think he was partying, man. I yeah. mean <laughs> Yeah, he wasn't in the slip and fall. That's some bullshit. I'ma just go with what John Wall said. He slipped and fell. Lying, bro. John Wall say fake fail, man. These big tall, clumsy ass niggas, man. He failed. It's like Fourier. He didn't fall chasing his he played he so playing volleyball. Yeah, he's playing volleyball. You be lying, man. Um other than that, man, that's it for this week's episode, dog. Uh, thanks for listening. Don't forget you can always go back and re-listen right here on Periscope. Or you can go on Apple Podcasts, look up motherfuckers in the barbershop, and you can listen right there. Um, we do this once a week. We got the Game of Thrones recap episode still coming out, so don't forget to check out those. And um, have a good night, everybody, man. Thanks for listening. Peace out.